episode of Southern Fried Spooky, your podcast neighborhood of all things Southern and spooky. Today, we're taking a little hike up Brown Mountain of North Carolina to explore the gorgeous views and to see if we can spot the famous Brown Mountain Lights. Well, yeah, and if you enjoy the trek, we'd ask you if you could subscribe. Maybe leave us a good review. I'm Carolina Girl Heather. And I'm Florida Man Tony. So put your hiking boots on and we're going up to the Appalachia. So... For the uninitiated, what are we even talking about? We're talking about the Brown Mountain Lights. Which are a series of ghost lights reported around sporadically for many years near Brown Mountain, which is in the Pisgah National Forest in North Carolina. It is. So what's a ghost light? It's an atmospheric phenomenon that has no discernible cause. I personally say ball lightning, but that's just me. Or it's the light you leave on an empty theater, but I don't think that applies here. All right, so they're described as small candle lights, like large fireballs from like floating nearby the ground, raise up into the sky. That does sound kind of weird. Now, allegedly, some of the earliest reports of the ghost lights come from Cherokee and Catawba, who, mm-hmm. of course, lived there for much longer than anyone else. <laughs> oh, yes, like before Civil War. But over time, the lights have been seen by countless witnesses, including white settlers, you know, Civil War and Rev War soldiers. Mm-hmm. They've been investigated three times by the United States government and countless times by private groups and um, even the students at Al- Appalachian University. Mm-hmm. So the first time that they're documented, to my knowledge, is in 1771, a German scientist, Jan William Gerard de Brom, I probably butchered that, explained the lights as... Wow! <laughs> Inflamed nitrous vapors. Oh, I've got the vapors. Oh, the vapors. But that was fairly well quickly disputed. However, he has the distinction of being the first European to document the light. So, hurrah, white man credibility. Right. And I guess it's the first time we've tried to use swamp gas. Swamp gas, yeah. (laughs) Did he have a neuralizer, I wonder? I don't know. Swamp gas. <laughs> Absolutely. And another early recorded sighting is 1858, when Fate Wiseman is yep. his name. Fate Wiseman. His, well, his name was Fayette, like Lafayette. But, but it's spelled Fate. Well, they called him Fate. That was his name. Oh, okay. And Wiseman's View, which is part of this mountain range, yeah. was named for him. Well, for his family, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, he claimed he saw the strange lights while camping at... Wiseman's view with his father. But one of the questions is, are they even real? Uh, yeah. So in 1911, an English translation of Jules Verne's novel called Master of the World hit the bookshelves. Yeah, I remember that. You were around in 1911? I remember the book. Ah, Okay, that's fine. If you were there for the debut, I'd be most impressed. Yes. First edition and all that. <laughs> One of the main plot points, did you ever actually read it? Uh, no. I like They wanted us to read it in school, but I was just kind of like, meh. Fair enough. Uh, one of the main plot points involved... Well, it's like reading War and Peace. I'm sorry, Jules Verne rambles. And translations are a little hard to do. Yeah. He was French. It's so. like trying to read the, the Witcher books. <laughs> yes. Just like, oh my god. It's like, oh, I hate to do this, but yeah, the show was so much better. Play play the games, watch the show, you get the gist. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. For the third time, a mad scientist, which I think is kind of awesome. Yeah, mad scientist in a mountain constructing an airship in his secret lair in Table Rock near Morganton, North Carolina. Yay! I lived in Morganton for years. Are you the source of the lights? 
Yes, I'm the source of the light. Swamp yeah, gas. Yes, yes. I am. <laughs> I produce swamp gas. Yeah, his the construction somehow causes strange lights to appear on the summit of the mountain. Now, as I understand, electricity was just coming into vogue in this area, so it's been noted that in travel guides and newspapers there are no mentions of the lights before this time. Now, I'm not sure how that fits with our 1700s German scientist whose name I did terrible things to. Right. But apparently, after the novel, suddenly it was kind of a thing that now there are lights on the mountains and they're even referenced in the Charlotte Daily Observer, which mm-hmm. I think exists in Stay, a form. Yeah, yeah. Char- the, the, yeah the Charlotte Observer is still around. Yep. But a group of fishermen experienced them in 1924. And honestly, what you did to that man's name, Booth did to Lincoln. Thank you. I was a French major. I don't know German very well. I speak all foreign languages with a French accent. So, uh, a 1913 investigation was conducted by the U.S. Geological Survey. Mm-hmm. And the source was found to be what trains coming through confirmed by train schedule and the punctuality of the lights. In 1916 a flood uh, ceased the rail traffic at the time but the locals insisted the lights still continued their appearance. So basically they're trying to say that no it's not the train. Yeah. Now I can safely say I've seen them firsthand. Ooh. And I have heard quite a few tales about them. But if we'd like to continue we can do that. We can continue but I'm definitely interested in what you know of this, what your experience is. So in 1922, there was another USGS investigation, and this time the investigator, whose name is Mr. Mansfield, we don't have a first name, he had a very particular kind of telescope, and according to him, he could discern that this light was a house light, or that one that moved coincided with another train schedule and so on. And a local hotel owner of the Lovin family, they've been doing really good business. They were doing like touring business, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were going the, on the tourist trade. Come see our weird lights. They were saying that the lights were all part of this regular phenomenon. Once the results <laughs> of the investigation were printed, the hotelier, Mr. Lovin, remains quiet, at least in print from then on. Now, it gets interesting because fans of the light began to write about the native stories mm-hmm. and how they predate the influx of cars and train headlamps and all that. Yeah. But these were written with no real source. Um, and native historians said that this was all a fabrication, that white people made it up and kind of put it onto the natives to preserve the mythos yeah. of something mysterious and profitable. So that's kind of you know, just the brief history of the lights and their sightings. And mm-hmm. Are they real or are they not? Legends has it that the lights are ghosts. This is what I've heard. A mother looking for her child Mm -hmm. or Rev War or Civil War soldiers. Yep. Just all kinds of the idea being that a spirit is looking for something. Lots of looking. Yeah. A seeker of things. Um, I've heard the UFOs. Yeah. Well, around 1950, UFO fever took over. Oh, well, of course. Because Uh, Roswell and everything. So, of course, everybody's going to be like, aliens. Yeah. And there was a, parent, there was a man named Ralph Leal who wrote a book. Now, this one just sounds bonkers. Like, I believe in aliens and all that, but you know how some people, when they tell you about them, you're just like, oh, wow, what are you on? Yeah. He wrote a book about being led to a crystal cave in the area by aliens, being told the secret of humanity, and then being transported to Venus. So I'm thinking this may have met with some credibility concerns. I would say so. A little bit of skepticism there. Yeah, it's like the one, the crazy Quaid brother in Independence Day, while they're fighting the aliens, he's talking about his abduction. Oh, oh, Everyone else is just like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) In 2011, uh, there was a symposium held intended on finally solving the mystery of this strange phenomenon. Do, 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 do. do. Yep. Uh, In Burke County Tourism. Yes. I I know Burke County, like I said. I'm from Morganton, so, or lived in Morganton for a long time. Okay. So, yeah, I 
I know Burke County. Do you know the tourism director? Uh, I don't know him personally, but I have heard of Mr. Ed Phelps. Okay. Brought two notable experts, Joshua Warren, paranormal investigator, and Daniel Hatton, a professor of physics and astrology at Appalachian State University. Astronomy. Is it astronomy? Oh, it is astronomy. Slightly different than astronomy. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's slightly <laughs> different. Slightly different. Both of whom have been studying the lights for years. The two men spent an entire afternoon, like, duking it out between, oh, it's paranormal, oh, it's science, exploring different theories, and at the end of the lights, it just, it remained a mystery. Like, they just kind of argued it out, and then nothing got solved. Yep, so finally solving did not happen. Yes. But there was probably a lot of really spirited debate. Oh, yes. Now, more recently, now I don't know what the date on this exactly is, Appalachian State University installed cameras, low-light cameras on rooftops that overlook Brown Mountain Yeah, in, in Linville Gorge. Yeah, in Linville. Um, and apparently, I think you can, in fact, still look up, like, the live stream. Now, I don't know yeah. if it's still live or oh, if no, it's no, all recorded. No, they, they, it's actually, I was looking at it a little while ago. It is a live stream. You can still look at the lights. Okay, according to this, and I can't remember where I got this, but it says by 2014, the cameras had produced 6,300 viewing hours of data without any unexplainable lights being recorded. Wow. Do you hold to that, or do you think that maybe that's an error No, I've, I've seen them. And a lot of things, you, you can only, I can't say you can only see them. You see them more in between, like, October, November, kind of around there. Like, just start in September, end in November, sort of like our fair days. Yeah, right. That's, that's about when the lights start becoming more predominant. And I've read somewhere that it's been noted that after rainfall seems to produce them. Yeah, which is really weird. And that's why I keep thinking ball lightning. You think it's sort of like the Northern Lights, just this area just happens to create a lot of ball lightning? Well, I mean, it could be anything from there's a heavy iron content in the mountain and the electricity in the air, especially going around that mountain, would cause static and ball lightning. And that would be in, I I suppose it would be in evidence no matter what time period we're talking. Yeah, seriously. But keep in mind, in that period, in the September to November, it's starting to get cold. The air is warmer up top, so it's coming down onto the mountain, causing yeah, you you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Causing a lot of static charge. So, so yep. you think that it's a, just an atmospheric thing? Uh, I'm what I've seen. I cannot explain. I am trying to explain it to myself <laughs> because I couldn't comprehend what I was seeing. Now, keep in mind, I was a mile away. We okay. Were, so, what does it look like okay, when you're there? We were up on. It's called Brown Mountain Overlook on Highway 181. Okay. And it's between like the mile markers of 20 and 21, I believe. Ooh, we're getting and very specific. <laughs> yeah, and it's right there in, in Lim- it's right there at the beginning of Linville Gorge. Okay. Okay, and what you do is you just kind of pull off to the side and there's like this dirt where you would pull off if you had car trouble or something. Oh, but gotcha. people have built this like overlook to look at. We went up there and... Sort of an unofficial viewing booth? Yeah, it really is. And the it's, well, it's an overlook. But still, we went up there the first night. We didn't see anything. So we decided we were going to go back a couple days later. We went back two days later. And as we're pulling up, a car is pulling away. There are no lights. We're standing out there. We're smoking cigarettes and chit-chatting, by the way. Don't smoke. Bad. (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, <laughs> thank you for that. This is this is this is not a promotion for cigarette. It doesn't matter that you're, this is back in your young and dumb days. Yes, but we're you know we're up there and we're doing our thing, we're chit chatting, and all of a sudden this on the mountain, this little white light, like white light, just kind of winked into existence, almost like a little bitty halogen bulb. Huh. And then it got this line off of the bottom of it, so it looked like a Q-tip, like the latter <laughs> end of a Q-tip. <laughs> okay. And then it just kind of floated around for a second, and then as we're watching it, a couple minutes later another one comes in and then another one comes in and it lasts for like an hour and then they just slowly just kind of fade away and then there's nothing well neither of us are atmospheric experts yeah. is that even how ball lightning works sometimes yes ball lightning only i mean it follows its own path yeah you know there you can look up ball lightning on youtube and stuff and it's all chaos like a ball ball lightning will travel through your house almost like it's looking for something when really it's just riding electromagnetic fields yeah Interesting. Yeah. So it doesn't kind of flash and disappear the way other lightning does. Well, I mean, it's not like you just be sitting in a house and all of a sudden a little light will like wink into existence in front of you and then just fade out. That's not the way it works. But I've never seen anything like it before. Like when I saw this, I was really confused because I've always been into paranormal stuff, ghost oh, yeah. hunting and stuff. But when I saw this, we couldn't get close enough. I couldn't get close enough to, to see what it is because if there's like, ooh, there's a ghost here. I think I saw a ghost. I'm the first person running in. Mm. I'm not the first person running away. I'm going towards it. I'd stand back and let you go. But, I, you know, we're a mile away, so it's not like we could just get in our car and drive, and they only last maybe 30 minutes, or for us, it only lasted like 30 minutes. But it was, you know, a couple of lights appear, they move around and everything, and like, you could see them, they're in the tree lines, and you can see the light will go behind trees, and then move around, and it's almost like they're moving, it's moving pretty fast. Hmm. Like, faster than someone could walk around in the woods, almost like someone sprinting through the woods. Oh, okay. And then it just kind of abruptly ended. That's really cool. Yeah. So we have the idea of, are they ghosts? Which, you have enough experience with ghosts. I've never seen any kind of paranormal phenomena do, 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 <laughs> produce its own life. But that's just me. I guess there are different kinds. And if it's aliens, it sounds like they're just wandering around playing with balloons or something, right? <laughs> I don't know. Keep it in mind, kids. When you die, you get your own bioluminescence. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> Apparently, there was a very famous song that I had not heard of before. A bluegrass song called The Brown Mountain Lights. Imagine that. Oh, yeah. Uh, by Scotty Wiseman. And it's been performed by the Hillmen, the Kingston Trio, Country Gentlemen, all kinds of... Oh, people. yeah. It's, yeah, I've heard the song a couple of times. In 1999, The X-Files had a show yep. that was based on the Brown Mountain Lights, mm -hmm. although it makes them probably a much fiercer than they oh, really yeah. are. Yeah. Apparently hikers are missing and found dead, and I don't think there's any evidence or, or documentation it's of, like the of episode, killing anybody. Wasn't the episode called something like The Field Trip or something? Uh, yeah, back in 99. It's been on a show called Weird or What, which I have not yeah. watched, but oh, yeah. boy, I wish I'd seen it. That wow. Cool. It's been on Ancient Aliens and okay. Mystery Hunters. Uh, yeah, Ancient Aliens. That's always a fun one. Ancient Aliens, yeah. It was even featured... The Brown Mountain itself, sorry, was even featured in an American pulp magazine, The Argosy, oh. telling people to go see the UFOs at Brown Mountain. And apparently there was a film in 2014 called Alien Abduction that is also based on that. So there is a lot of, I think we're still in that UFO mania. Yeah. So it may yeah. go back and forth because there's so many different kinds of paranormal groups and paranormal just includes so much now. It really does. What if, what if it was like the Loch Ness Monster? Or the creature from the Black Lagoon producing its own swamp gas, <laughs> wandering around on a mountain before the aliens come and take them away. Yes. 
So where does one go if you yourself want to see the lights or you, our faithful listener? Well, like I said, you go to the Brown Mountain Overlook. That does seem to make sense, doesn't it? Yep. Is there is it just there or are there other places you can go? I've only ever seen them there, but there may be a couple other places. I've heard there's a couple of good viewpoints at Linville Gorge. Linville Gorge? Yep. Okay. Um, Wiseman's View, which I've already noted. Yes. Yeah. It's noted to have a spectacular daytime view of Linville Gorge, but the website, which is a tourist one, said visit after dark, but be careful since there are no lights to find your way down to the short trail to the overlook. Mm -hmm. The view is to the east, looking over Table Rock and Hawksbill Mountain. Brown Mountain is beyond that ridge, a low peak in the distance. The lights have been seen along the ridge as well as below the ridge, down in the gorge. Sometimes the lights can even be viewed from atop Table Rock. So which of these were you at? Or were you someplace else entirely? I was at the Brown Mountain Overlook, which is on 181. Okay. It's like you're heading up towards Asheville. So as a tourist destination itself, is it worth it? Or is it more spectacular if you just happen to catch it? Well, I mean, any kind of phenomena, I guess, would be cool to look at you know, no matter what, going up there, you will find things to do. Like you're really close to like Cherokee, Asheville up oh, that yeah. way. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff to do up there. Not, it's not Disney world. But. <laughs> well, no. Well, and, and I myself am not exactly a huge hiker, but you are, you're very much the outdoorsman. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't go to see the lights, what's the area like? Is it just, is it good hiking ground? Is it pretty? Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty good hiking ground. If you're an avid hiker, I would suggest going. Not so much. I would start with the Linville Gorge, which has got its marked paths and everything. It's it's a relatively easy climb up to the falls. That sounds like I might could do it. You could. You could. I have been to Chimney Rock, which, you know, is one of the hikes mentioned on the website. Yeah. I've done Chimney Rock. Granted, I was much younger, and I'm not sure if I could do it now, but I could try. They have an elevator now. <laughs> I've been up to Table Rock. I feel like I have two, but I, back in the day with my father and stepmother, who are very fit oh, hiking yeah. type people. I would sort of struggle along behind. <laughs> mm, that's again not not best for people who aren't avid hikers. But they, you know, they have like clearly marked like a defined trail. You're not going to get lost or anything. So mm. at, when we say hiking, I'm assuming we're it's just walking uphill. We're not using special equipment. We're or walking we're... <laughs> uphill, downhill. I mean, we're not spelunking or climbing mountains. But okay, well, yeah, just to it's, make it's, sure. it's you know, there's some incline. There's some you know, it's, it's a mountain. It's yeah. a mountain. And they've actually built in steps in certain spots. They'll take like cross ties, cut them, and build steps. Oh, that's nice. Going up, which is really cool. Never been up to Chimney Rock. That is, I do believe, where they filmed Last of the Mohicans, the big I final think so. fight scene, which was glorious. Oh, yeah. I've been there a good bit. It's really nice. Uh, I've seen pictures. I was there in the middle of a thunderstorm. Oh, and wow. that was terrifying, but fabulous. Yeah. There's an area called the Opera Box. And it, I don't know how to describe it other than it really is just like this groove in the mountain. So you have a roof and just rock all around you, but you are able to look out upon the village down below. That's awesome. And yeah, there was a thunderstorm and we were high up enough that we were right in it. Nice. It was a little scary, but it was also really, really cool. But I felt pretty safe being practically inside the mountain. (laughs) I have not (laughs) seen ball lightning. I've never actually experienced that. I've read about it. I've never seen it. And being that Chimney Rock is probably a little different than Brown mountain i don't know how close they are you know i've never seen anything like the brown mountain like 
Democrats, but I've heard about them for years. Now, I understand people in North Carolina are just, you know, raised on the notion that they exist. Yeah. In South Carolina, we hear about them a bit less. Yeah. But some. I think here in South Carolina, you get like the gray man. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, that's Island. And in, in North Carolina, you get Brown Mountain Lights. I think every state has their sort of special favorite thing. Yeah. Well, luckily I was there too. Like, I, I know what I saw and I can't explain it. I really can't. <laughs> I, but do you know what you saw? You have no clue what you were looking at, though, do you? Well, I know where I saw the lights, there are no trails. I can oh. tell you that right now. There really? are no hiking trails out that way. Unless there's, like, somebody out there with a weed farm or something who's... <laughs> <laughs> who's growing it you know growing it out there and no one's supposed to know about it like seriously there are no trails if it were more recent but it's like it could be drones well I mean it could but, but it's like, this, like yeah this is way before drones yeah that does not explain the early 19 18 1700s yeah <laughs> back then they would tie strings to birds that was their drone <laughs> right <laughs> left go left I said <laughs> I swallow carrying a coconut maybe a little different there yes yeah. no uh the stories that I grew up hearing was that they were indigenous women who were looking for their husbands who had died in war fighting. Yeah, I read that, but of course I read it as it was like, ah, the Cherokee. Well, okay, literally what it was is the Indian maiden looking <laughs> for their brave. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> sort of out of date writing there. But the premise is, yeah, as you say, lady, women looking for their, their fallen yeah. men, I guess. And they're supposedly out, they're out there with lamps looking for them. So I, I honestly honestly don't know. Like I said, I've seen them, I've experienced them, and I still can't explain it. I spend, you know, I spent a long time trying to look for a scientific explanation for what I saw. Granted, given that you're very intelligent and well-studied, but not exactly a scientist. Yeah. Not a certified one, at least. No. Hobbyist, I guess. Well, I'm even going into ghost hunts and stuff like that. My first response isn't, oh my god, this place is haunted. My first response is, let me try to debunk this. And I think that's probably one of the better re- approaches. You yeah. know, the best way to prove something is, can you disprove it? Yeah, like if I have reached no conclusion other than, <laughs> then, you know, then maybe it's a ghost. Yeah, but, I, did, I'm, I just want people to know I did not write that particular word into the script. <laughs> I don't think I know how to spell that. It's spelled, anyway. <laughs> so weird. No, we've I've gone on to multiple ghost hunts where everybody's like, oh my god, this place is so haunted. Can't you hear that noise? And I'm thinking, your pipes are loose. That rattling and the things that you hear that you think are footsteps are literally your pipes bouncing when the water heater comes on. I think there are definitely times when being experienced in, I don't know, all kinds of knowledge is helpful. Like, you've done enough handyman work that you can recognize yeah. that. Or even, you know, when you were out in the swamp with your crowd of college girls that you refer to as the Britneys. The Britneys. Where they're like, I don't know if it was them or another one, but they were like, oh my gosh, I hear a woman screaming. And uh, No, that's a bobcat. See, I know just enough to know that that's probably the case. And you know, it can be scary for people who've never experienced it before. Oh yeah. But there's always a logical reason. Well, usually. Usually a logical reason. I suppose there is always a logical reason. It's just sometimes we have no clue what that this is. is. <laughs> this is why I don't like the term supernatural. I like the term preternatural because supernatural implies that it's not supposed to happen. But if it's been happening on this earth, if shouldn't it be a natural thing? I mean, you have a point. Just because we can't figure just, out how to explain it doesn't yeah. you know, negate it. I yeah, guess. it's like it, it, it happens on this planet. It's probably been happening long before we were here or, so it would be a natural thing. Well, I, I did read somewhere that natural 
natural does not necessarily translate to normal, as in, it's a natural thing, but it doesn't happen all the time. So do that you, when do we you, do see it, it's like, oh my gosh, what is that thing? Do you hear the term super normal a lot? That is so super normal. I kind of want to use that. <laughs> oh my god, how super normal is that? So for all those like very bland, normal, no offense to like people who are normal, but like we weirdos refer to them as muggles. Yes. Or at least we used to before Harry Potter started falling out of favor but yeah so yes muggles are now super normal super normal <laughs> but no uh going going back to one of these stories in which everyone claimed that this place was haunted and you know the story oh Sha- <laughs> yes sorry shadow line in morganton north carolina i went with a group of, of people and were they were they super normal they were super normal oh no they, they were special oh dear um and they just kept claiming that you know there was all this activity going on in this huge open field and it was right next to this factory and I was like okay that sounds cool I'm gonna be the first guy to run in I'm gonna Rambo it mate so (laughs) I'm going in look at you (laughs) look at you I I go in and the whole time I'm like I'm taking pictures and I'm doing you know EVP and I'm recording and I'm getting absolutely nothing and they're walking around going oh do you feel this cold spot and it's like yeah because there's a breeze (laughs) and they're like you know we're in the dark yeah Yes, they have been yes. able to tell if there was an open window or a vent somewhere? Well, nah, yeah, no, I mean, we were in an open field. Oh, oh I like, thought you were in the building. No, we were right next to the building. Oh, okay. So we go, you know, we're, we're out there for <laughs> multiple hours, and they're walking around going, can't you feel this warm spot? And, oh, my God, did you see those red eyes? And I'm standing there. I, I, I'm keeping my mouth shut. I really am. I There's nothing going on in this field. <laughs> Like, I'm just standing there smoking a cigarette and watching them act, like, (laughs) idiotically. and Enthusiastically. Yeah, very enthusiastic. You know, like the enthusiasm, but you'll be the first to die. So, (laughs) after this, we're walking away. I was sworn when you told me this that y'all were inside the building. No, no, no. We hadn't walked. No, no, no. We were walking walking next to the building. Okay, fair enough. Because the building is still in use. Oh, okay. So, we're walking out and they're like, oh, yes, it's called Shadow Line because this is the line in which a, a train derailed or something like that. And I stop, and at this point, I can't take it anymore. I'm like, no, that factory is called Shadow Line. They make panties with no visible panty line. That's why it's called Shadow Line Park. There is nothing here. <laughs> that is, that does make it far less mysterious and interesting. It really does. I'm, unless you're into panties, I guess. <laughs> it, that could be interesting, but. Do you sense the, the aura of the ghost? No, it's just a panty factory. This is where, <laughs> this is where Victoria is holding her secret. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, you know, I go into these not looking for the supernatural, preternatural, whatever you want to call it. It does I, sound like this group was really hoping to find something. They really were. And God love them. They tried. But they failed miserably. I think that that's where I guess you have to go in with, I don't know, some baseline of expectation. I mean, I guess you wouldn't go if you didn't think there was something there. Yeah. But reading so much into even the name can be a problem. It really can. <laughs> you sort of just set yourself up for like, these expectations. In Morganton, the road I lived on, now if Anthony is listening, he'll he'll get this. I lived on a road called Shady Rest, which actually, if you think about it, kind of creepy. Well, it sounds you know, like one of the, any number of places that have this beautiful poetic sort of name. Yeah. And usually it's like either a retirement home or a trailer park. And all it was was just old houses. I mean... 
sounds nice. It it's sounds right. Pretty. It was right next to Broughton Hospital. That was more creepy than Shadowline. No doubt, hospitals have that way. Well, I mean, Broughton's the, like one of the largest mental hospitals. Yeah, Broughton is old and huge. It's something I'll have to show you, and you can look into. It's pretty cool. Oh, is that worth it? Um, I believe. Sometime? Yeah, I believe my my friend Anthony. I believe his mother still works there. Ooh, yeah, nice. But yeah, I went into the Brown Mountain Lights thinking, how can I disprove this? Not that I want to debunk and ruin everybody's day. No, no, no. It's just for my own sake. It's like, okay, what is this? I have to figure this out. Like, is this real or is it not? And yeah. you're like, everybody goes in thinking that, oh, this has got to be paranormal. And they don't go in with like a monicum of any kind of rational thought. They just go in thinking it's, it's totally supernatural. And that's not the way I deal with things. Now, there have been plenty of investigations I went on. I can't explain some of the things that I've seen and heard. Well, I mean, you are the one who used to live in a haunted house, so yeah. you had daily interactions. So yeah, so... It's, I understand. I at least know. It's not that you don't believe. You very much do. I do. But I think it's not as prevalent as people would like to believe, perhaps? I believe in I believe in ghosts, but I believe in a rational world as well. So things that can't be explained will eventually have an explanation. I think that's true. I yeah. think that's that works for all things quote paranormal. I think that is anyone who's into, you know, Wicca or paganism mm-hmm. basically is has this idea that magic works. And I, personally, I think, okay, we're not talking Harry Potter magic, but what we Avada call, Right. <laughs> what we call magic is just tapping into stuff that we can't explain yet. Yeah. And um, you know me. Gravity was like that at yeah. one point. You, you, know? you know me. I don't mess with things I can't explain. Absolutely. <laughs> Sometimes you won't even say them by name and that's okay. Yeah. W words. W words. <laughs> so I think in conclusion, yeah. what we're going to go at is here is that the Brown Mountain Lights, while they are apparently still disputed, mm-hmm. at least as far as you're concerned, they're they're a real thing. Yeah, no, they are absolutely a real thing. I have but, seen them with my own two eyes. And I guess the question remains, what are they? That's still the mystery, isn't it's, it? It's, that's, that's a mystery. So by your reckoning, you said you don't think they're UFOs. I don't think they're UFOs. Don't think they're ghosts? Could be. Could be? Could be. I've never in encountered in all my years of investigation i've never encountered a a ghost that like i said produces its own light but it's not like i've seen everything there is to see no this is true i mean there are a lot of ghosts out there well i I say a lot i have in watching lots of ghosty stuff on discovery channel back in the day yeah and then travel channel and now youtube (laughs) yes and now youtube you know we hear about those there are a few at least of like train conductors or the Hold, railway ghosts that yeah, seem to have a their, lantern. Holding their spot lanterns, yeah. yeah so I've the, heard about a couple of those. The lantern ghosts. I don't know what, yeah. to call, what else to call them. So like, how does a ghost light like that actually occur? I, mean, I guess it goes back to the question of how do ghosts even have clothes? You know, do the clothes have a soul? And I'm like, I don't think so, but we rarely see naked ghosts, so... Which can you that I think that would be even more freaky. It's like I'm haunted by this woman. She's walking through my house naked. That well, would be did you expect her to take her clothes with her? I think it may be more of an, an impression of the last, like the what she was wearing when she died. So it's more of a like an energy like projection. an echo, like an like an energy yeah. echo. Okay, that makes and sense. you know, and honestly, if you die and you become a ghost and you realize you have control over what you're wearing or something, then I'm fairly sure you're not. Gonna get like a stripper ghost in your bedroom or anything. <laughs> 
if I have control over what my ghost looks like, I am going to wear something fabulous and I'm going to be younger than I was when I died. Oh, uh, well, I'm probably going to be dressed up like a clown. Oh, please don't. That would be so bizarre. <laughs> I don't think I know you anymore. <laughs> the ghost hunters reach up and squeeze your nose. <laughs> Hey, kid, pull my finger. Oh, you, you would make an awful clown. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, yeah, I'd be more like the clown from Spawn. Yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> I think this time anyway, to wrap up now. Let's wrap this up. We're, we're getting, getting weird. Yeah, we're getting weird here. But anyway, Brand Mountain Lights, I, I think they're real. I do. I, I honestly, I can't think of an explanation for them aside from what little scientific know that I have. Fair enough. Yeah, so go see the Brown Mountain Lights and, you know, make a judgment for yourself. I'll have to take you up there. I'd love to go. Yeah. That seems fun, cool, and not exactly terrifying. I could live with that. No, it's just a pretty view and some lights off in the distance. Oh, look, fireflies! No, not really. <laughs> Actually, those would be some big fireflies. From what I can tell, they're like the size of a basketball. That's the cool. lights were huge. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder what they look like close up. I don't know if anybody's ever went down there to, I mean, I've found some citations of people who claim to have been close enough to even touch them. But again, I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. Apparently they they feel zappy. (laughs) As you might expect. Well, yeah. (laughs) Oh, it bit me. Well, what'd you expect? (laughs) Well, we hope we've enjoyed your tromp through the mountains and our strange and meandering conversational style. It's good to get some fresh air and exercise. Now, we hope you'll subscribe and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed us here. And if you didn't, just recommend us to your enemies. That works, too. Well, we'd, uh, I think we'd like to thank you for uh, for listening and for your support. I'm the Carolina girl. And I'm the Florida man with no lights. With no lights? With no lights. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Until then, bye, bye y'all. Did that seem like a rockier conversation than usual? It seemed kind of uphill. There was a mountain of information to include. Yeah. At least we didn't make a lot of a conversation. Or overlook anything. Yeah. I think we need to trail off. <laughs>